folks. Thanks for tuning in. Today is being a student at Mohawk Valley Community College. Yeah, you have to be quiet. You have to be quiet now, computer. Hi, now it's my turn. Hi, yes, this is Cassandra Harrison, and I am running my own show, and I have a wonderful guest here. It is Sparkle Anthony. Welcome, Sparkle. Thank you, Cassandra. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. It's Thursday, uh, May the 27th. It's a Thursday. Yes. Beautiful day outside. A little cool, right? Yeah. yeah my, um, I have to put on a long sleeve shirt today. It, it's it's kind of nice, though, right? Yes. The sun is shining, and, um, you know, the garden is uh, growing. Did you, you saw Aaron in the garden? I saw Aaron in the garden. Your birthday twin. <laughs> yes. So it felt like, good to be there again. I can't wait to get back in the garden. Well, you know, I think that we have some important work to do in the garden. Indeed. Not just growing vegetables. I think we need to grow this community a little bit, right? Very true. And, and Sparkle is a, uh, among other things, Sparkle is a yoga instructor. And we were talking about how we could um, bring the community into, you know, into uh, the garden to, to do yoga. Yes. And what were your thoughts on that? I was thinking that would be a great idea, not only for myself and my health, but also for the community. We were thinking about Friday, Friday evenings. You know, Fridays is usually a day that people are looking for things to do. And I think yoga maybe is some, a great start. Sometimes it's not a, some of the greatest things that they're looking to. <laughs> and so this, is a, this would be a very positive alternative, right? And no better place than the garden, you know, to be in nature and be one with nature. Well, yeah, and... Beyond that, you know, there's something about actually being on the land, being on the earth. There's a special quality that the earth has. It's, it's magnetism. I and mean, everybody knows that, you know, the, the globe, the earth, the planet, has a magnetic field. Yes. You know, you have the North Pole and you have the South Pole. You have magnets that attract metal and, you know, and, and that's part of the uh, essence of our planet, it is a magnetic, it's a living being. Yes. It has an energy field. Like we are. Yes, yes, we're earthlings. So we respond to it, whether or not we're conscious of it, we really do. And, and there's this thing called Gauss, there's this measurement called Gauss, which is how magnets are uh, rated for their strength. Oh. And at the one, when you are at the uh, one foot from the, from the earth, that's one gauss. It's a measurement of one gauss. Mm. And, um, you know, you have 90 gauss, you have 6,000 gauss, you have different strengths of magnets, and they're huge, you know, electromagnets that, you know, have power. Uh, but the thing about this um, uh, one gauss is you can feel when you're on the earth, when you're lying down, when you're camping out, and you, you feel the, you, you know, just feel that serenity when you lie down. That's the earth that's the energy of the earth kind of cradling you that's very interesting i haven't been camping only been camping on your property that's the first and last time i've been camping i'm <laughs> looking forward to camping camp. <laughs> it was just a little camp out too. it was yes. so sweet you and your two yes. children in the in the tent i couldn't move i tell you that was <laughs> i was gaussed out that was a really great feeling but i thought it was great too though that it was a, a an experience that you had as a family yes you know and, um, you know, we, we had just gotten the tent and, you know, the, your, your children were just so excited about, you know, being outside. And, and it, was a, it was a good first introduction because it, like, wasn't scary in the woods or anything. That's right. You didn't have to be bitten up by bugs and That's attacked right. by, you know, animals and stuff to get to your location. 
And you know, you knew that the you know, because these are little city kids. What yes. do they know? And I conquered a lot of fears being a city adult from Brooklyn. <laughs> I was terrified, but you know, something about your where you are. It was just so therapeutic. It was so good. Like, I'm looking forward to this year. You going to bring that tent out again? Yes, we're going to bring All the right. tent. <laughs> it was so funny when we had to take it down, you know, at the end of the season, there was this bald spot on <laughs> this big square rectangular bald spot on the lawn. And, uh, you know, it, it, so when the, when, the, when the snow left, it was still there, you know, this, uh, you know, this spring, but... Uh, you know, it, it grew in pretty quickly, but I think we're going to orient it a little differently. Just have it look up on the hill a little bit more, and then we'll put a we'll put a drop cloth on. I mean, we just threw it up last year, but it was it was a good thing. And I spent I spent several you know afternoons just relax. It was just so relaxing. It feels so good. You know, I do my meditation. I, I really do my best to do a meditation every day. I, I knew I had to do one earlier today, so I didn't do it between 3 and 5. But, you know, when I'm running around like a maniac doing a million things and gardening and doing the horses and clipping this and doing that, uh, you know, in the pool and everything, I, I take it seriously. I need, the body needs, I know this body needs to chill. Yeah, you reset know? button. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so after you guys left, we we actually outfitted the tent. We put a big, um, uh, you know, air mattress in there, and uh, that you know could you could fit two in there, but I, you couldn't fit three in there anymore. I mean, you guys were all smushed in yes. with your sleeping bags <laughs> and stuff. But, but you know, got a little light to put at the top of it, so you can turn wow. the light on. You can have water in there, and you know, so you can. Uh, you you know, might have to charge me rent next time. <laughs> bring a book and prop yourself up yes. and do a little reading in there. But we have a lot to look forward to this season. Yes, yes, we do. It's change seasons. Change is in order. Yeah, and and you know, I know I've I've harvested. Uh, radishes and asparagus from the garden so far. I'll bet you that that uh, spinach is ready to come. Yeah, especially after Truly the rain. Truly did tell me that the spinach was ready. Okay, because that rain last night was perfect. We really needed that rain. Yeah, I, the people was ducking. Did you hear the thunder? The thunder, the dust storm was crazy. Yes, I was. I was uh, in front of coming to Jamaica. I was going to coming to Jamaica to pick up some food, and I saw this roll. This roll of dust come, you know, rolling down, well, yeah, heading north on uh, Steuben Street. It was like, whoa! Mm. All these leaves and stuff. Actually, a big dust cloud was kind of moving, and I heard that from somebody else, too, that they didn't realize. It was Pete, Pete Bianco, oh. yesterday was talking about the big, the big, um, you know, uh, dust balls that were me personally, I find solstice and weather like that. Like it reminds everybody to get your, your act together. Mother Nature is like, I'll come get you, <laughs> and she don't play. <laughs> well, she does play, but you know, you better you better play by the rules, you know, yes. or you will you will definitely lose. But you know, I I don't want to um, I don't want to neglect to recognize that uh, you know you are a candidate for the Common Council for the for the. Uh, General, what are they called? What is it it's called? Utica Common Council, City Council at large. At large, that's yes. it. So that's that's a really interesting and exciting role. Like I, it was all a fluke to me. Like you know, because of the pandemic, you need a certain amount of signatures, not as much as you would usually need, and to get on a ballot. So I got on the ballot, and then I'm like, all right, I got endorsed. I'm currently endorsed by the Oneida County Democratic Party. 
Citizen Action, the Working Families Party, and I just finished the interview about a week ago with Union Eleven Ninety Nine. So that endorsement is looking promising as well. Holy moly! Yeah. So that's a big deal. That's a big I, deal. I don't think, I don't know of any other black woman that's ever run for the council. And you know that's interesting because someone else brought that up to me. They said if you win, you will make history. I didn't even think about it like that. Sometimes I'm, I forget I'm a black woman. I'm just out here doing. You know, wouldn't it be ideal if we could all forget that we were black or white or whatever yes that's you know? true because you know? i i deal with i guess energy or just what i'm doing i deal with my purpose so if i'm walking and i'm talking i interact with people sometimes i you know one lady told me one day you know you're black right i'm like oh yeah, no. <laughs> it's not that i don't i don't have like african-american pride or anything like that it's just that i'm living my life and i'm doing what i need to do and i'm being obedient i'm trying to be a part of the solution so sometimes race doesn't matter to me. You know, what this race does, you know, I'm running a race. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, I want you to hold up just for a minute because we have to break for commercial. I'll yeah. be right back. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. No sound, dead air. Oh no, still no sound. The live channel may be either down or muted. Uh oh. Oh, it's before you can return to work. No institution is better positioned to take up the challenge, regardless of the mode of delivery. New demand for safety training, technical training, IT training, and more than your local community college. Keeping all this in mind, MVCC is ready to serve you. Enroll today at mvcc.edu/value. One of Utica's most established businesses has a new home. After over 100 years in the same location, Arrow Drugs is moving. That was a good part, one, too. I know, we're going to go in Utica, same owner with the same great service you know and trust. Arrow Drugs still accepts all insurance. But Can you hear the commercials now? Medicare, Medicaid, and more. And at Arrow Drugs, delivery is still free. Visit Arrow Drugs in their new location at 430 Bleaker Street in Utica. Caring for your health for over 100 years, it's Arrow Drugs. Now. Hey, New York, COVID-19 vaccines are available now in your neighborhood. Yeah, Let's protect the people we love and get back to the things we miss the most. The vaccines are safe, effective, and free. It's easy to make an appointment. They're still NY. intelligent and still fine and gorgeous after that mistake. By calling 833-NYS-4-VAX. That's the number four, V-A-X. Oh, it must be in this or tea. tea. This tea is here. Or health department. I want to talk about the tea. Can we talk about the tea? Sure. Let's vaccinate New York. Let's get busy. As we look for ways to move forward, vaccines may hold the answers, but they can also bring up a lot of questions. Hi, this is Dr. Mona Chenoweth, Chief Pharmacy Officer at Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm committed to sharing information and resources to help people in our community better understand COVID-19 vaccines, including things like eligibility, costs, side effects, and more. Visit ExcellusBCBS.com forward slash can do to get answers and watch our COVID-19 videos. This is the Mohawk Valley Health System Medical Minute. This is Dr. Kent Hall, Chief Physician Executive for the Mohawk Valley Health System. For nearly a year now, we 
We've been dealing with the COVID pandemic Buttons. and its tragic impact on Missed our one button and that's it. We all know that oh, protecting wow. ourselves, our families, <laughs> and our community means wearing Is the mask, button label? avoiding crowds, yeah. and keeping but our hands and frequently touched surfaces clean. Now we have another tool in the fight against that's COVID, an honest the vaccines. Thing. Vaccines it should are be safe muted. and free. Yeah. We teach our bodies how to recognize and fight this virus. And remember, you cannot get COVID from the vaccine. The vaccine does not contain the live virus. Right now, vaccine supply is limited. Thankfully, <laughs> it won't always be. So get ready to be Yeah, I want to text you too because because of that radio, I've been listening to the hot seat more. And that radio you get from oh, me. Oh, my goodness. Is it your birthday or something? audience i believe i have kept everyone out of the uh, uh broadcast i'm here with sparkle denise anthony and we've gone over we had like a good 15 minutes yes. of conversation that you were not privy to i apologize uh, i'm running the show by myself and apparently not doing that great a job i missed the mute button uh turning off but um sparkle is running for the common council for the at-large seat and when we were ending up, we were talking about how it appears as though she's the first um, African-American woman to, to vie for that seat. Yes, that's very interesting because I was told that. And I'm like, oh, wow, all right, you know, that would be good that I'll make history and things like that. But I, I wasn't looking at, like, looking at it like that. You know, sometimes I forget about race or color. I just, you know, be active in my position as my, my essence, you know. So and you are, you, you are a very purposeful person. You know, uh, and you know, I've seen you in action. I, I've not known you a whole long time, mm -hmm. but uh, I remember, was it two years ago? It must have been two years ago when they did the women's march down yes. to from the YWCA yes. down to City Hall. Oh, you have a yeah. good memory. Well, yeah, I was, you know, I was there. You know, march. Hey, that's part of my, part of my RNA. You know, yes. part of my RNA that uh, you know I, I participate in the movement, people, the movement of the people. And that's been, you know, your signature as well. Yes. And it was really good to see you as an activist. You know, I haven't seen you in that role before. <laughs> Never. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but in 1970, I uh, did a, a, a demonstration on the lawn of City Hall. Oh. I, I fasted for three days on the lawn of City Hall. Did you? Yep, yep. And with um, uh, Randy Nicholson and Terry Logan. Oh. The, we have three, uh, you know, young activists. And uh, we were disturbed with the nature of the treatment of Cornhill. There were, um, we were redlined. There was redlining. Uh, there was unfair tax, taxation. There was no um, police kind of um, presence other than just swooping down and terrorizing kids. It was, ta and, and I think it was revaluation too, revaluation on housing stuff. And um, 
yeah, so I, oh, you know, I, I walked out my high school. I did, I did the first, I organized the first nonviolent civil disobedience in Oneida County when I was 15 or 16. Wow. About 15 years old. I think. Okay. Yeah, walked out the high school, walked out Whitesboro High School. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it was cool because I had the TV cameras there and I had made a, I had made a statement to WTLB, which there were only two t radio stations and there was WTLB and WIVX, something like that, or RUN, oh. I can't remember. But the, the TLB was the, the young people station. Okay. And the other one was just news. And, um, so I made it so kind of simultaneously we were walking out. And, and back in those days, if you didn't have the TV cameras on, they'd be beating you upside down. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of was, it was a protection. But it was interesting. I was aware. I, I, I grew up during the movement. Yes. And you knew that you had to have your media there. You needed to. So keep that in mind. Hmm. Keep that in mind. You want to have media presence when you pull off anything. Interesting. Yeah. So you mentioned redlining. Yeah. So I just learned that term about a year ago. Is that when the banks don't give you a loan? It's banks and insurance companies. Okay. Banks and insurance companies. And they literally at one point would draw a line around a red line around a neighborhood that they would say, Well, we're not even gonna bother to write any yeah. we're not writing any mortgages and we're not, you know, giving any insurance. Now how can you have a house and you can't get insurance on it? You know. It's not, you know, it's not, uh, uh, doesn't work that way. That's not the way it's supposed to work in America. Do you that's think they still do redlining? I don't think so because there's this thing called the Community Reinvestment Act of 1974, okay. 1974, 1977, something like that, that um, forces uh, uh, institutions, banking institutions, financial institutions, and uh, insurance companies to do business, to uh, for, for one, that's why we know we can go to the banks and the insurance companies and say, uh, this is a product, the Utica Phoenix is a product from the inner city, and you know you have to do some reinvestment in the city so we know we'll get their business. Wow. Very interesting. So what else have you learned on the, on, the, on the trail, on the campaign trail? Well, okay, so what I've learned is that Utica is bigger than what it seems to be. Like there's parts of Utica that, uh, like for example, parts of the north side or even um, there's a, 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 a thin line between the north side and um, I forget which, it's the firehouse on that side. But like all back up that way towards like going down Herkimer Road, that's all Utica. Yep. Like yep. Um, South Utica goes all the way down past um, almost towards New Hartford, there's like a bridge or a bank, like, you know, it's like, Utica is, it seems like it's a small town, but it's a really lot of, a lot of people living here. And there's a lot of businesses. Well, a lot of area. There's there a lot are of fewer area. people, fewer people than once were here. But, you know, in a way, I remember this neighborhood when it was packed. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot, it's a lot more uh, comfortable now that this houses are a little bit further apart, that, you know, the Hope Six houses, when they came in, they're, they were, you know, not right on top of each other. You know, you, you see how tight the the even not in your in your um, area, you yeah. know. But there there are houses that are gone, so it, it kind of gives you a little more breathing room. Oh, it was more packed than that. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Actually, it, and, and it was it's kind of a sad uh, circumstance, but back in the nineties, there was uh, an arson um, epidemic here in Utica. It was really, really bad to the point where there was an arson task force. There, it, 
the, the houses here on, on Linwood Place, there were or at least um, as many again were here than are here now. Mm. All these lots were all filled with, with houses. Oh, wow. I, I think some of them came down f with, uh, you know, just deterioration and they were torn down by the city because it was a really big one over here on the other side, um, you know, on the South Street side. But the, the entire area where the garden mm -hmm. is, it's like five houses. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. burned down. A lot of the lots in between have, you know, were, were, were ravaged by uh, arson. Yeah. And I've also learned that there are a lot of people waiting for change. Like, I'll talk to there someone and then they're talking to me for almost a half an hour on how Utica could be different. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, I'm glad you're running. Like, I'm surprised by that because, you know, like I said, it was a fluke. I wasn't even expected to be on a ballot, but I ended up on a ballot. You know, because of the pandemic, you don't need it. Why did you want to run? Why did you want to run? What? what made you run? Okay, so I've been an activist since my son. He's 16 now, so maybe for about 14 years. So I've been, you know, I've been, you know, act advocating for people. Why? Uh, my son. You know, he has special needs. Okay. It all started back in New York City. You know, he wasn't receiving the treatment that he deserved. So I, I started off as a parent advocate. I got trained for the United Fe UFT, United Federation of Teachers, in New York City. They trained me to become a parent leader, and I started advocating for other parents with special needs. So I would advocate, 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 which would turn me into an activist. You know, um, um, advocating for parents turned into advocating for communities and people, people in the communities. So I came to Utica, started advocating again, and st started showing up at meetings. And unfortunately, there was nobody at these meetings. Quick, zero question, people. Question, question. What made you kick in in Utica? What, what was the what was the lack that you witnessed that you were coming from? Uh, I, I felt like everyone was just complacent. There was no real activity going on here. Was like, it in, refer, in, in reference to your child in school? Yes, okay. it was, it was okay. education-based as well. Okay. I started up PTA president. You know, I can't help just being in a leadership role. So I started out, you know, working with the PTA and, you know, um, advocating for my son again. And then I realized how everyone is just so lazadaisical. Everyone, you know, it seems like, you know, injusti injustices can happen or unfair things can happen and people are like really passive about it. So I'm coming from a city where, you know, you take actions in your own hands and, you know, you don't be so passive. There's laws and there's opportunities and there's rights that we're entitled to. And I felt like um, Utica, people of Utica maybe didn't know how or just weren't interested. Maybe they felt like their voice didn't matter. So when I used to show up to the town hall meetings here, it was absolutely no one representing the people at these meetings. Zero people at these meetings. Like what kind of meetings? Like I used to go to the town hall meetings at, at the, in the state building. Any meeting um, involving the public, open to the public meetings, and there will be no one besides the people who work there that will show up from the, um, from the meetings. So, um, and this is where they draw policy. This is how they this determine. is where they draw policy right, right. and make yeah, decisions make about on. the money mm -hmm. and everything and where the money is going, what communities are going to. And I, I felt like you know there was a big void. So I'm like, all right. I felt like I honestly didn't have a choice. And I also felt like just just advocating wasn't enough. Just being an activist wasn't enough. I used to go to citizen action meetings and speak up about education, justice, at you know things like that. But I also felt like people would say, oh, good job, Sparkle. I like what you said. That was awesome. But nothing was changing. I've been here for seven years, and the same thing that I've seen when I got here seven years ago is still in place. Yeah, the, the sites are changing. I see construction happening. I see the, you know building things. 
However, you know, when it comes to the education level, the social level, the level for, you know, all these things that, you know, quality of life, things haven't changed. And I felt like if I actually have a seat at the table where the decisions are being made, then I can make a change versus just speaking about it, that my voice, my vote will actually matter. Question, what have you been involved in where you have seen the change? Well, being like, when you were like in New York, in New York, is, I saw the change when I, I advocated for my son with his IEP, Individualized Educational Plan, in order. They wasn't honoring it, so I had to go against the Board of Education in the city of New York. What changed was me keeping my son home. They eventually gave in after a month and a half after I narrated the reasons why I kept him home. So they had to sponsor his private education in Westchester County. So that was a change for me. That's, so, a, big, that's a big victory. That was a big victory. So I felt like, you know, New York City, a big place, you know, everybody was saying, oh, you so brave, you so this. But I was actually standing my ground on what I knew what was right. He has special needs. That his needs wasn't being met. And I felt like there's something I have to do about it. So that was a victory. And So, all right. That, so you know you have, like, kind of in your blood, you know you can make a difference. I know. And, and you're clearly a natural-born leader, and you're clearly an articulate person, and you, you're you here, and you, you're intended to make a difference. That's correct. Okay. With the help of the people, of course. Okay, do I'm you have any, do, are, are you running against anyone? Uh, it's, I, I think it's a, a I don't, if, if I am, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I think there's a Republican, I'm a Democrat, so as a Republican, um, I believe he's, he's been running it for a lot of years, and I believe he's involved with the school system, but I don't know anyone's name at the moment. Well, I think I, think I have to find out, because I, if I'm giving you all this time, I think I've got to give him fair time, too. Um, and, and, and I think you need some more, because we started the first 15 minutes yes. <laughs> with dead air. I apologize again. I mean, there were some good things that we talked about, too, and I want to I jump back to that. And I want to... Um, uh, that I want to say that uh, Sparkle is a yoga instructor, I am. and then we have uh, we have uh, and, she, and she's also a member of the community garden. Yes, and uh, we're talking about having a special kind of blend of yoga in the garden uh, on a regular basis. Yes, Fridays. Fridays is the day that I think it will happen. I think that's a good day. You know, Friday evenings we're usually looking for something to do. And I feel like getting grounded, being one with nature. And you told me something totally awesome about the earth that I, you know, I, I'm remiss by. But I just know that, you know, nature, yoga, deep breathing, focusing is a really good place. And what other best place to do it but then Linwood Gardens? Right. And you know, people people can bring their yoga mats, and that's sort of thing. And the the piece that I shared with Sparkle is that because the earth is alive uh, and it has polarity, it has a north pole and a, and a south pole, it has magnetism, it's the essence of magnetism, and that the measurement of a gauss, which measures a, the strength of a magnet, is the magnetic pull that you will, uh, that, that exists within one foot of the earth itself. And that when you're lying on the ground or you're working on the, or doing your yoga on the ground, you become energized. You, yeah. you get a special sort of uh, blessing and um, uh, enervation from the earth itself. Yes. So, Energy, living. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes alive and breathing. And, and I, I, you know, I think that I would like to um, do, join you to, you know, at some point and, and, teach meditation yes 
Meditation is very important, Cassandra, as you already know. But you said you do a specialized meditation. I do transcendental meditation. Yes, that's. I was looking into that after you mentioned it on the show um, before. But that's a really, really important meditation. That's something that we all need to learn. It's powerful. Yes. It's powerful. And it, to the point where even a short meditation or, a, you know, you, you can't have really a bad meditation, but it's better than no meditation. And, you know, when, you know, when, uh, you know, the Bible says, you know, uh, be still and know that I am God. Hmm. That's, you know, that's in that stillness, in that void of thought and movement and and process that's when god can speak to you sometimes we forget to be still we're so busy in our mind a lot of things going on but that's why it's really important if you did come over and you know while i'm doing yoga or you know right after or right before i'm thinking before yeah you know? i think so and you know do so. even five to ten minutes 15 minutes i'm not sure how long you would you know introduce 20 minutes us. is the ideal you know uh, and and when i studied martial arts we used to that we started with meditation. We would, you know, we did a, you know, everybody would come in and, you know, you did, you know, five, ten minutes of meditation. Not even ten minutes. It wasn't the ten minutes. But, you know, just to kind of connect and, and, you know, let go of the, of the um, thoughts and concerns of the day and prepare yourself for your lesson. So right. I think it would be a, a good, um, yeah. you know. And, you know, at that, we're going to have to uh, drop off for a moment for these messages. Stay tuned, folks. Or do I have to wait until tomorrow? We will have it delivered to your door in just two hours or less. 
Wow, what fast service. I love your store. Thank you. At Seneca Wine and Liquor in New Hartford and Valley Wine and Liquor in Herkimer, order online at shopsenecawine.com or shopvalleywine.com and we will have your order ready and waiting in just an hour or choose on-demand delivery and we will deliver it to you in just two hours. Now that's easy. That's why more and more people are shopping with Seneca Wine and Liquor in New Hartford and Valley Wine and Liquor in Herkimer. What the deal, Utica, Rome, you got it locked into WUSP, 95.5, the heat. Hi, this is Cassandra Harris. Oh, 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 geez. Okay, now, well, I'm back. I'm going to try this again. I, I'm so upset. I have blown this entire show. I apologize. I've had Sparkle Denise Anthony on. We've been talking about awesome things, and here we are. Just now, uh, now I'm too loud. Uh, I'm, hold on, just a moment. Oh, jeez, now it's blaring loud. Okay. I'm hoping that that's better. And my, okay, it's good. Oh, jeez. How are we going to recap all of this? Oh, wow. We've had a great conversation. And you know what? It was one button. One, one button. button. Actually, it was two buttons. I used one, and then there was one in there that... So I'm not used to him, him turning it off. He turned it off instead of turning it all the way down. It happens for the best. No excuses. I'm sorry. I was, you know, uh, <laughs> I blew my technical, my technical test today. Um, in any case, um, Sparkle Dean Anthony is running for the Common Council for the at-large seat, yeah. and we are talking about uh, this new development that we will be having in the community gardens on Fridays. Uh, coming up, yoga in the garden, yeah. and bring your yoga mat, and um, we're going to do meditation there before, prior to the yoga uh, courses. And um, uh, what's what kind of yoga do you teach? I teach chair yoga, but I know all types of yoga. I think they call it hatha, the hatha, traditional hatha, yoga. hatha. Did I give you that book? Yes, you did. Isn't that it gave awesome me a really—it's like the Bible of it yoga is. books. It is. You know, a lot of people. Yoga is so. Uh, uh, generally known, well known now, and, and and it's almost like, you know, America has appropriated yoga. Yes. And yoga is from the East. It is an Asian, uh, I don't know, art form. It's an yeah. a, a exercise. It's a it's a, a a system. Yes. Okay. And, you know, I it, it's almost you know with all of this uh, racial Asian hatred. Yes. You know that's in America. You know when you look around at all of the gifts that the the Asian uh, uh, continent has showered us with. You know, they, put, they talk about martial arts, you know, that's not American, that's all, you know, I mean, it's, there's, there's Japanese, there's Korean, there's Chinese, you yeah. know, the, and I, I study playing them, but the fact that, you know, we just take this stuff for granted and then want to be hating on Asians, that's yeah. kind of like backward, that's some backward stuff. Well, that's one thing I like about your garden. It's very diverse. You have a little bit of everyone in the garden. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Yes. We don't have a lot of opportunities in, in Utica to be together. Yes. And the garden is a place where we can be together. I can't believe I blew this whole show. <laughs> you know what? Well, I just want you to tell me about this tea. I, don't, I have never been interviewed in my life and drinking such a phenomenal tea. Like, I feel so revived. Like, what's in it's this tea? Amazing. It's, it's mushroom tea. Yeah, it's Lingji. Oh. It's the, what's the, the, the the herb of spiritual potency, the mushroom of immortality. 
Oh, that's why I feel like I'm about to live forever right now. <laughs> wow, Cassandra. And I tell you what, um, it's this this product has uh, really changed me. It's changed me. I, I I don't know how many months I've been doing it, but I was really very much aware of the fact that I was an older woman doing a talk show, and I was having to recall things wow. <laughs> and keep you know keep a flow going and. And uh, you know, be present. And you know, well, I, I kind of like uh, blew my whole consciousness here with it. You know, my my, my breakdown in, in technical ability. But um, I won't do that again. No. But yeah. So the 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 Alfa is the name of the company, and I had learned about Alfa a few years ago when just about when I was getting into the radio, and I really I know the power of of the mushroom mm -hmm. and, and this is something this is a Chinese this is a Chinese formula okay there you go again here we go getting something powerful from uh, you know this from, from China and what about meditation folks around here were doing no med Americans weren't doing any meditation right. until it came and it was Paramahansa Yogananda Paramahansa Yogananda brought yoga to the United States Yes, and I like Tai Chi, and Tai Chi, I believe, is also Asian. Absolutely, yes. absolutely it is. And you know what else is? Um, oh, wait a minute, what is it? It's uh, it's the sexual... Uh, the, the Kama Sutra? Yeah, the Kama ah. Sutra. The Kama Sutra <laughs> is Asian. Wow, you know? know that. Yeah, so, you know, geez, you know, lighten up. Oh. <laughs> they brought some, some good stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, this in this tea... Um, there, there's a little pack that you, there's all kinds of different forms of it. You can drink the tea, there's a coffee, there's a, a little a daily, uh, you know, slingy pack that you take. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I've been taking it, and my husband takes it, and we both feel it, and you, you want to, you know, keep taking it. Hi, Steve. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> Is he coming through the door? But, um, yeah, so uh, let me give you uh, some time to speak uh, on to your your so mission here I, because I you know so November second is a, is election day, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm running for Utica Common Council at large. And what Cassandra brought to my attention and some other people will I, I will be making history if I won the first black woman to win a, a Common Council at large position or to be in so that place. On the, on, the, in, on the Common Council at all, except Freddie Hamilton yes. did assume uh, Bill Phillips' position. That's correct. And, you know, after he, after he passed. Yes. Me, after he passed on, yeah. Yes, and Freddie is also my campaign manager. And so people are telling me that her as my camp, camp, uh, Freddie Hamilton is my campaign manager. I'm in for a, a treat. So I've been working uh, diligently with her. She's been really patient with me. I'm grateful for that. But and she's I, a long time politico. She's, yes. Yeah, she's embedded. Yep. Yeah, she's been working. And really she's long. from New York City, too. She's also from New yeah. York City. So, you know, what motivated me to uh, run for city council at large is because people are ready for change. Utica seems to be in a, a complacent pay, uh, uh, place with education and um, things like that. Go back on some talking about when you first came and, and, and supporting your, your child and his education yes. from New York City and then coming, finding the same challenges up here. So, you know, you know my son has a, I, he had an IEP, though he no longer has one, by the way, so I'm, I'm very happy about that. But he, at the time, he had an individualized education plan, what they call an IEP. And in New York City, it wasn't being honored. So, uh, I, as a advocating for my son, I just didn't send him to the school that wasn't honoring his specialized education. 
And I left him home, and when ACS and Child Protective Services started to question me on why he wasn't at home, I told them why. I was able to articulate why. So they, I, I, it was like me, you know, um, I guess taking a break or boycotting the Board of Education. I didn't send my son to school. Everything was being documented. When they asked me why, they, they had to, you know, give in and offer to pay. As a matter of fact, they did pay his private education in Westchester, Westchester County as a speci- in a specialized um environment so that was a victory for me so i felt like that advocacy and taking a stand for my son and advocating for him was um proof that i can make change and after that you know united federation of teachers got a wind of what i did and they trained me to be a parent leader so therefore i was able to train other parents on how to advocate for their children with special needs so when i came here to utica seven years ago i noticed that the education system here the same thing they didn't value children with special needs or they they didn't um, give them the resources that they needed so i joined citizen action which is a, a, a grassroots organization that you know fight for injustices and there um i started to vote again i haven't voted in um, 18 years before that you know I, I voted for james paul who was running for the school board I, I like there was a purpose again and now here i am two years after voting not voting for 18 years running to make and create a change advocating is fine being an activist is fine you know speaking up in the moment everyone giving you a pat on the back is fine however you go home and nothing changes so i decided to take it one level up with the help of be the um, change you be want the to change see. that i want to see with the help of other elected officials and of course the help from the people of the community i have a question for you how do you how do you deal with people who haven't registered and don't vote you're being one of them how yes do you, how do you how do you counter that? that's that's very that's a very good question what i do to them is tell them because i am them right so yes. I, I tell them i understand the reason why you don't vote i understand the reason why you may feel discouraged and your voice may not matter but listen, at least at a local level, you might be able to make some changes. That's the only place you can really do it. In your community, in your own right. backyard. You know, they say before you change anything, you know, your own backyard. So our community, that's our large backyard. So I would talk to them directly and say, I understand why. I, I was you, you know, you know, I understand. I understand, I understand. However, I need you to, f- I, I just registered someone to vote successfully. They, co- they called me about two days ago and said, Sparkle, I, I'm, I'm registered. I, I received my voter registration. This is someone who never voted in their life. Mind you, this woman is like almost 50 years old. She hasn't voted ever You're in her life. You're an inspiration then. Yeah, and she, she, and she said, I'm only doing this because of you. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, you know, the, the personality has everything to do with the candidate and then being able to touch and influence the community. That's, and you've, you've already proven that. You know, we, we talked earlier about your being involved in the Women's March that yes. so many years ago. And, you know, marching from uh, the YM, YWCA down to City Hall and then speaking once you got to the, you know, to the uh, bandstand. There. That's true. And I wasn't alone, a right. fellow activist. That's yes, when right. I saw you with your <laughs> activist hat on because yes. I have never seen that. Um, I've seen you with so many hats, but never an activist. And that was really inspirational. Well, I'm an activist in the, uh, in the printed, in the, with a printed word, you know. And, and and just having a, a, a platform to be able to influence, um, you know, the uh, thoughts and and perceptions and be able to define who we are as black people is activism because we've never had this before. We've never had the ability to define ourselves and present who, you know, what, you know, you, here you are. 
on a that's radio true. show. Okay? And frankly, that's the most powerful platform. You know, the next thing for you will be television. Well, we're already doing that. Oh, see? You, see? Cause that's right. Yeah, Juneteenth. because Juneteenth. <laughs> we started, and you know what? There was another call to power and not allowing that disease to cancel us. You know, so okay, you know, I see other people doing it. I see other entertainers and musicians doing it on television. Why can't we do it on television? Right. We'd always done it in person before, so we're going to do it in television. And it was so good last year, ladies and gentlemen. They didn't play it once, but they played it twice. Isn't Ain't that, that right? True. Okay. That's the truth. And it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be any better, but it's going to be powerful. Oh, my yeah. goodness. The musicians that we ha- I am... I, I, I kind of named the band. I named the band. The band's called the Big Boys, and I and I get to play with the Big Boys. <laughs> I get to play my guitar and sing with the Big Boys, and it's Doc Woods on bass Ooh. and John Kelsey on guitar. And he just joined us, and we're so thrilled. And Ed Crowder on keyboards and um, uh, Steve Falvo on drums. And then EJ, who is. Um, uh, Ed Crowder's son is going to sit in on, on a wow. song too. But we've got phenomenal singers. Wow. Phenomenal. You have me at Doc Woods. <laughs> yeah, but look, back to you. Back okay. to you. Yeah, we did. We, we're doing television. It's going to be a regular now. Yes. Yep. That's awesome. So yeah. So uh, I want. I want everyone. So wait, wait, wait. I want to understand. Are you going to focus? You know, you can't really do too much about education from the Common Council. What is going to be your focal point? Uh, I have three. Okay. I have education. I have uh, environmental justice. Okay. You know, we have a lead problem here in Utica, and we also have a flooding problem. Yeah, a lot, a, a few parts of, of Utica has, you know, has to deal with flooding. So environmental justice, that's, you know, be green, go green, you know, put just trash in a, in a garbage can, recycle, you know, the, the little things that help Mother Earth, and as well as... Uh, Diversity, excuse me, inclusion. It's, I forget the terminology. That's so embarrassing. But it's 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 about having jobs being offered to everyone equally. And um, the other thing, um, diverse workforce. You're talking diverse about. workforce. Okay. I'm talking about. Yeah, because there was some. There was uh, equal. Equally, I, equality. I was just hearing. I, I was just hearing about diversity and inclusion. Yeah, yeah. But I was just hearing about uh, opportunities that were posted at the Muck Center for uh, refugees and immigrants. Yes. Okay, that, that we didn't hear about. No. You know, uh, jobs in uh, uh, solar panel. Installation. Installation, and you know, and, and there's kind of an unfair uh, bias or an unfair re, uh, elimination of, of uh, people in, uh, you know, in, impoverished native people i'm going to call us natives here as opposed to people who come in from outside the country that the opportunities are not fairly distributed and i also want to say that the opportunities are available to all of us i think that we just have to have the knowledge we have to educate mm-hmm. ourselves we have to the resource you have to know the about resources. the resource we have yeah. to know about it for example knowing about politics or knowing about you know being on a board of anything you know Things like that. So, you know, I'm on the board for For the Good. I'm on the board for, you know, um, the Uptown Theater, the advisory board. And I'm also on the board for Rebuilding the Village, Inc. So I feel like just these are all introductions to me, experience that I didn't have before. They call it robber rules of order. You know, I just feel like we just need to educate ourselves. And it's all about awareness and being enlightened. When I went to Nigeria in 2010, there's so many 
you know, brown faces, so many melanated people, and they were impoverished. And I asked my dad, I said, Dad, what's the deal? You know, why isn't, he said, you know, we're just not enlightened. So I feel like people suffer from a lack of knowledge. I feel like that's a quote from somewhere as well. So that's real, really what we need to do. We have to, you know, kind of like just educate ourselves, start with ourselves. I feel like the yoga meditation would be a very good start because taking a deep breath will get you in tune and aligned with yourself naturally. So once you become in tune and enlightened with yourself, you start to want to make a change outside of yourself, starting with your own backyard, coming back to the community. Well, you know, I, interesting because I, I think it ultimately goes enlightenment, but it also education. And one of the things that uh, we're highlighting in, in this uh, version of Juneteenth presentation is a presentation by Robbie Dancy. And one of the things that Robbie Dancy and Doc Woods have in common, and they're both brilliant, educated black people, okay, with professional jobs and long, long careers, both of them were told as children in high school that they were not, uh, they were not college material. And that has been an ongoing um, discriminatory and heinous practice that America has uh, uh, perpetrated on black youth. Yes. Now, and, and for years, not encouraging them to get higher education and focusing just on, well, you just get yourself a trade job. Or, or, or and how many black young black athletes have gone through uh, high school and gone through college and drawn all kinds of awards and monies and, and then they're kicked to the curb when it comes, you know, once they graduate, yes. they don't, you know, there's there's no uh, next step for them. That's very true. So, so education, you know, education is really key. And and then, you know, access to resources too. Yes. And, but but if, and if you're so impoverished and, and you, you're so caught up in just trying to keep a roof over your head or put food on the table or what have you, it's a very unfair uh, uh, playing field. Yes. So, you know, education is, is definitely it, it is be key. part of it. I ended up getting my education after I told my mom that college is not for everyone. When I was in high school, I was never offered um, yeah. colleges. My uh -huh. guys' counselor never talked to uh -huh. me about colleges or anything like that. I was told in 10th grade was when the conversation should have started. I never had that conversation with my, that conversation with my guidance counselor. There you go. I graduated from um, college in 2017, which was that, you know, that much long ago, but I did graduate. And going to college is something that I, I think is for everyone because that's why they have different majors. You know, you can go online. You can, even if you want to go to get a trade, you know, they have uh, other things that you can do. But getting something um, beyond what you learned in day-to-day um, -day school, something that you can do with your hands, something that you can earn an income with, it will help you. And it will also help you meet other people which you can network with that, and, be, and make a big, friends. That's a big thing in college. It really is a big thing is the friends that you make. Mm -hmm. And the, and the, the, the you know, I, I didn't, I knew a lot. I mean, I'm a pretty smart, I was a pretty smart kid. I didn't even know what anthropology was. I know oh. biology and sociology and, you know, a lot of, you know, you'd learn stuff. Yes. And you, you know, that's what you're there for. And, you know, not that, uh, you know, being a, a, an auto tech is not learning something, but you, you really don't have to get it in college. You know, one of the great things that, that, that we've brought from Europe is apprenticeships. Mm. You know, apprenticeships. And, and there are, you know, these different opportunities now for young people who want to work with their hands. But, you know, I'm hearing there are a lot of kids that want to work with their hands. Yes. You know, they, they want to, you know, 
I, I don't know what they want to do, but nowadays it seems like they want to be a YouTube star. Yeah, right. Play, you know, play, you know, play with their with their thumbs on a yes. on a you know digital device. But that's not that's not going to get you. But so far, for so know. long, right? For so long. But you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna uh, stop for a station ID, and because it's the top of the hour. But we're gonna come back because we messed up with you so bad, darling. So <laughs> stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. No, 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 no. See, I'm, I am messing up. Turn this off. I'm trying to get the station ID. Yeah, what's up? There it is. <laughs> if they come to the, the boy man, will they be able to get in? Yes, yes. Okay, Steve's probably down there. Okay. And much, much more. You are listening to WUSP 1550 AM, W238 CA 95.5 FM, Utica, New York. The heat. Being a student at Mohawk Valley Community College <laughs> is more than just being on campus. That was perfect. <laughs> I like that flame. It's that flame that played after the heat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's our vision to transform. And that guy is not bad either. Jay Easy. Yeah, listen to him from time to time. He's good. So you've got a radio now. Yeah. It's <laughs> the valuable aspect of the college experience. Instead of focusing on being I'm gonna play all these commercials and I miss the Okay. But you know I also recorded our session. As the nation It's audio, no video. You may need that job focus skills. So it wasn't all in vain. No institution is better positioned to take up the job. He turns that button You better not beat up on yourself after that. Technical training, IT training and more than your local community college. Keeping all this in mind. MVCC is ready to serve you. Enroll today at mvcc.edu slash value. One of Utica's most established businesses has a new home. But After he's only out for today, right? In the same location, mm -hmm. uh, that gentleman, he's a doctor, so he's only out for today? At 430 yeah, yeah. Baker Street in Utica. Same owner oh. with the same great service you know and trust. Garrett well, he'll be back Monday. He'll be back Fidelis, tomorrow for the meltdown. Shield, oh, Location at 430 Bleecker Street in a message from the New York State Health Department. Let's vaccinate New York. As we look for ways to move forward, vaccines may be answers, but they can also bring up a lot of questions. Hi, this is Dr. Mona Chipray, Chief Pharmacy Officer at Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm committed to sharing information and resources to help people in our community better understand COVID-19 vaccines, including things like eligibility, commercials vaccines, are getting better and everything. Visit I gotta keep them coming, that's the only thing. Forward slash can do to get answers and watch a this is the Mohawk Valley Health System Medical Minute. This is Dr. Kent Hall, Chief Physician Executive <coughs> for the Mohawk Valley Health System. For nearly a year now, we've been dealing with the COVID pandemic and its tragic impact on our community. 
We all know that protecting ourselves you know, we can, and our families and our communities is wearing a mask. Yeah. You want to you want to come out, back on? And keeping our Not hands really. And you know. Touch yeah, I feel like we did good. All right. Okay. Now, all right. Another tool you can go on down to the vaccines. Station ID, come back with the commercials. The commercials that uh, uh, I left out before. Hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm back with Sparkle Anthony. And we just want to wrap up and give her an opportunity to share information on her uh, on her candidacy and how to uh, you know get in touch with her and. Uh, be energized with her about who we can be, what we can do here in Utica. Yes. So I'll be I'll be coming to your doors really soon. Yep. Maybe you know, as far as this weekend. So sparkleanthony at gmail.com. I hope you have a pen and paper ready. So it's my first name, my last name is S P A R K L E A N T H O N Y at gmail.com. And if you're on social media, it's Sparkle Anthony for Utica Common Council at Large. So that's how you want to enter me in, or the at sign for Sparkle for Utica. My slogan, my slogan is Sparkle Anthony for the people, a vote for the people. So again, on Facebook, Sparkle Anthony for Utica Common Council at Large, at Sparkle for Utica. And my Gmail email is sparkleanthony at gmail.com. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to the people and hear what they would like to say and, you know, being the voice for the voiceless. Well, Sparkle, I want to thank you for that, and I want to thank you for all the work that you do in the community, and especially with the young people, and I know that they are a focal point of your um, intentions. Yes. And uh, remember the work you did last year with the... Cornhill Youth the, Group. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Them coming to the garden. And I so look forward to joining with you in the garden, doing yoga, you know, teaching yoga, teaching meditation, and uh, being uh, vibrantly... Uh, and you're intertwined in this wonderfully diverse community we have. Thank you, Cassandra. And you too, right back at you, offering me the platform. I think you're a dynamic person, a phenomenal leader. And the garden and everything, I'm looking forward to working with you in every aspect Thank of you. my political career. Thank you. And uh, I, I can't vote for you, but I would if I could. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so folks, we've been a little over tonight, but um, due to technical difficulties, I thought it was only right. But thanks for tuning in, and we'll help, hope you have a great weekend. We're going to be 
recording uh, at the uh, Munson Proctor Institute for our Juneteenth performance this Saturday. And uh, it ought to be a wonderful, wonderful show. And I hope you uh, will all see it on June the 18th, right before June the 19th, Juneteenth. And with that, I'm going to say good night.